and I got bad news for y'all. The roommate's here with me too. Say hello, roommate. Hello. Okay, that was a dude voice. I don't know why. Listen, what? I'm not a roommate. I'm a wife. We live together, though. Correct. A lot of married folks don't live together. <laughs> Lately, we've been living together. Correct, correct. Right. Yeah, okay. Well, I'm so glad you're here. What, uh, what made you bust into my office at uh, 9.30 at night and ask to be on the podcast? Well, I didn't ask. I popped in to uh, mm-hmm. have a word, mm-hmm. if we will. And um, I asked you to do the dishes, and you said... No. Right. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Sounds about right. So what what would you think uh, the loyal listeners want to know about me? Like, what is the worst thing that I do in a marriage? You really want to go there? <laughs> What do you hate about me in a marriage? Yeah, this is a marriage. We've married 10 years. Next week. Almost. If we get there. If we make right. it. <laughs> so what 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 is what are you bitching me the most about? Hmm. Hmm. I would say lack of care. <laughs> no, that's not nice. And anything? Lack of care with what? What do you mean? Lack of care. Like self-care? What do you mean? shit that every woman complains about the lucky women don't but dishes cleaning you yeah know. i don't do any of that no you don't no it's not great i'm not doing it no you cook i do i know how to cook now yeah. but to be fair i am a man so we're not in like 1985 right now it's 1965 in this house oh, <laughs> edit that shit out john it's not but we're north of the mason dixon so it's different it's different very Correct. Thank goodness. Yeah. To you. Slava Ukraina. Right. But anyway, I wanted to know what he does in here and who listens to this. Wow. Wow. A lot of people, actually. A lot of people listen to this. Okay. They've been been asking to get you on the podcast for a long time. Well, they should stand up and I want to know who they are and what they want to know. No, 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 no. We're all anonymous on Twitter. You can't get your real name out there. The government starts watching. You know that. No. They have a username. Listen, the things that I say on these podcasts could get us all in trouble. So it's good that we don't use any first names or, you know, anything that could describe us to a government entity. Hmm. Don't mention the guns. I don't have a response to that, to be totally honest. But I will say, Mm -hmm. have you won your bets? Oh, yeah. Killing it, babe promise <laughs> what, about, what about fantasy football doing great i win every year it's great okay so what do you tell the people why are they listening because they want to hear what i got to say about shit about what you know like well for example fascism oh boy and the benefits no no no, no. don't listen to him people <laughs> hang up now well how democracy has failed us all and it doesn't really or matter they don't have to hang up they just have to, like disconnect yeah, they right, just so press the pause. I think you press pause on oh, the podcast. You know, or, disconnect. Or you unsubscribe. Anybody subscribe to Shane Irving? Yeah. They do? Yeah. Why are you being so fucking surprised? Oh, wow, that's great. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks a lot, Gumby. You're welcome. That's a nickname I have for the roommate, Gumby, because if you've ever seen the old cartoon, 
<laughs> where the big green dumbass walks hey, and the don't way you call your wife a dumbass. You're That's not. The green guy's a dumbass. Uh-huh. You're not. You just walk like him. The way he walks, the way he walks with his legs and arms, like 90 degree angles. That's how the roommate walks like in the busiest city in the world. It doesn't matter if we're in Seoul, Korea, Florence, Italy, New York. People all the time. She hits them all the time with her gumby arms, just flailing around like she's the first time they ever let her out the womb. It's insane. I've actually been cursed out by it for it. Good. There's good people left on this earth. Thank God. Oh, it's a little rude. I mean, like a woman like me. You don't know what I look like. That's the beauty of a podcast. Leave it to Shay. That's why he has a podcast. Wow. <laughs> but for me, you know, um, it's rude if people are offended that I hit them. I'm petite. Mm, yes. Listen, you are petite, but it's rude for them to be offended because you hit them. Correct. <laughs> okay, that's the definition of victim blaming. I, I thought. Meaning, not like shooting a gun at somebody. Not yet. Yeah, correct. Speaking of guns, are you? How happy are you that I'm a gun owner? Mm, I I waver. Yeah, but at the end of the day, you like it. Mm, I waver. I really. It, it depends on the day, which I wonder if gun owners can. I don't know, or wives of gun owners can empathize with that. Because you're not a shooter. You know, it's not like you go to the range and Never shoot. in my life. No, I've never taken you to the range. No, I grew up with two artist parents. Nobody had a gun in my house. Anyway, <laughs> now that we do have guns, thank God we're safe. We are stuck in the woods. We're in the woods. You call 911, what happens here? They come in five minutes. <laughs> two minutes, really. Yeah. Two minutes. They come right away. Correct. Because there's like 10,000 people and 500 cops. Right. So No need for a gun is uh, what we're we are, saying. We are over-policed, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> deeply. Oh, we are. Oh, God. There's a shit ton of cops in this town. Correct. And the, it's a great thing. Right. Oh, except oh, for, except you, for you, the anarchist. The little uh, <laughs> leftist-in-chief here, everybody. Well, I thought you were going to go into a political banter about, like, policemen. What would I say about policemen? The good or the bad. You can't, you know, you're not going to win a battle of either. What are you talking about? <laughs> police. The battle of like whether policemen are good or bad. It's like you can't be in the middle. Yeah, right. Okay. You know. Nobody knows what you're saying. Okay. Well, then I'm going to drink my red wine and. Oh, what are we drinking tonight? A Montepulciano. What the fuck is that? <laughs> It's a medium-bodied red Italian. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. Any cigarettes on the menu? I will have one American Spirit. Ooh, yellow, blue, what color? Yellow is, yellow is my thing. Yellow's the brand, ladies and gentlemen. It's not good. I'm trying to quit. Okay, yeah. If anybody wants to sponsor for like a Chantix without no, the No, can't take Chantix. Nope, fuck Chantix. Not doing it. <laughs> While sponsors available for how this woman goes from three cigarettes a night to zero. Mm. Oh, speaking of three, we got three daughters. We, right, exactly. My guilt, indeed. Oh, I didn't mean that. I mean, how are the kids doing? Hmm. Good. Asleep. No shit. Yeah. Look at that. Good for them. Right. Way to go, Gumby. Thank you very much. What are the What are the ages of the children? Mm. <laughs> we have an eight-year-old, a six-year-old, and a two-and-a-half-year-old. Yeah, it's that bad. He doesn't do much, let me tell you. <laughs> so it's, it's bad for her, not you, Shay, is what I'm hearing. Right. It's going to be bad for me when they're all 
fucking 16 years old. It's all bad for him. Listen, spoiler alert, everybody. The guy is a good dad and dies for his little girls, especially the baby who only wants him and not me. And um, daddy wed daddy all the time. Yeah, so it's daughters. The Shay and Irving. Uh, oh, here we go. Well, just saying. It's daughters and their dads. I mean, to be fair, I'm up against her. So how could I not win, right? Now that we've uh, broken the seal, can we get the two-year-old on the podcast next week? <laughs> wake her ass up. Wake her ass up. She's awake, actually. Of course she's awake. Fucking maniac. All right. Adios, podcast. This was fun. I will now start my own podcast because I now know how fun this is. No, you won't. In an office alone. Yeah, with the game on. Yeah, with the game on. This is great. Correct. You got it figured out. All right. Lines tied up. Roommates got to go. See you later, Gumby. Adios. Uh, We'll have to do that again. uh, Half past never. So glad we did that. Adios. Shut the door. Jesus Christ. That was probably a really bad idea. Um, Anyway, got some gambling here to do. Uh, Talk about some of the bets I made. I won two units last week, by the way. Dan Patrick takes a gamble. Uh, This week, I got Ole Miss, Tulane, over 67. Iowa State at plus five. It's plus three now. OU laying 15 and a half. It's 16 and a half now. Oki Light minus three. That's the same. And then in the NFL, I got the Bucks plus seven. Commanders minus seven, and then Vegas, Denver under 44. So those are the bets we're on. And right now it is seven to seven in the Chiefs Lions game and 42 to three in the Notre Dame Navy game. Is that right? No, that can't be right. Am I okay? No, that was from yesterday's. That was last week's shit. I meant Murray State's losing 28 to nothing. Anyway. I got some questions here on the Twitter. Kind of want to run them by you. Um, first off, this is the the hardest question I've ever had to answer. And we're just going to start right off the gate. I can only make one choice. Cowboys Super Bowl or there's an American Caesar. I mean, that's... Oh, fuck. So here's the thing, though. It's a trick question, right? Because if the Cowboys win the Super Bowl, then everybody knows the end times are here. And when the apocalypse comes, we're going to have an American Caesar. It's going to be called Jesus. So that question answers itself. Good fucking try. American Caesar. Uh, Another uh, question here. Uh, This is one of my one of the besties here. Shay, your favorite black guy. I'm back with a burner after being banned. Glad to see you are back. Question. Have you ever seen a line move like Colorado versus Nebraska without any injuries? Opened at Nevy Lay in eight and a half. Now it's Colorado minus three and a half. I've never seen anything like this shit at all. No chance. I mean, this is bananas. And this, you know, obviously, and this is what really fucks me up is like Vegas. I mean, we saw the talent going into Colorado, and it was just the odds-on favorite of being one of the worst teams in the Pac-12, period, right? Maybe two wins on that schedule. They don't have an easy schedule. They got Wazoo. They got – I mean, it's not an easy schedule. But only two wins is what the odds-on consensus was. 
And man, how fucking wrong were they? If they can turn out anything they turned out with on TCU, fuck. I mean, they're, they're not going to win the Pac-12. But I mean, if they can put together a season, imagine the recruits Dion can get. And I got to be honest, if I'm an NFL team, I'm taking a fucking look at Dion. If I'm a bad NFL team, if I'm the fucking Cardinals, if I'm the fucking Texans, I'm taking a peek. I'm doing it. Motherfuckers want to play for Dion. I'm all in on Dion. I know motherfuckers want to be Dion'd out. I ain't. I ain't at all. And everybody wants to bitch about Dion making things about race or or doing this or doing that. Dion Sanders has been Dion Sanders his whole motherfucking life. If you ain't caught up to it yet, that's on you. He has not been hiding from anybody. He's not making shit up. He ain't fake. Dion is Dion. And yeah, he's going to be fucking proud of his shit and put his shit on Front Street and let everybody fucking see it. It's He's a marketing genius. I, You know, after the first loss, that's going to be the real question. Uh, the fall from grace. How does he recover uh, uh, in the media for that? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I want to hear that. Um, but it's a stinky line. Stinky line. Colorado three and a half on the road. I wouldn't fucking, you know, Matt Rule's going to get his boys up to play this upstart Colorado team. So I, eesh, I would not, there's no chance I'm betting on him, but I'm, I'm all in on Dion. I'm a huge fan. Um, next question. When is Dan Patrick coming on the podcast? Great question. That's a good question. Soon, real soon. The roommate's got to make him, you know, the roommate hated me for the last couple months. She was yelling at me a lot and shit. And when she does that, she shouldn't hate me. I shouldn't say hate. That's a strong word. But when she's upset with me, her meat, like it's, I suffer. Her, her cooking just goes to shit. Like if she ain't happy with me, she'll make some fucking like, you know, she'll bake like chicken breast with a side salad or something. Like, you know, disgusting. Tonight she made, uh, and this is going to sound really lame, but it was good as fuck. It was a kale salad. With, uh, I call them baby nuts, but they're not, they're like little, uh, oh shit, man. What are they called? Or little nuts, little, uh, the kids love eating them. I call them baby nuts, but it was, it was a kale salad and she massaged the kale, I guess with something. And then she made a dressing with yolk. It was a Caesar dressing, homemade Caesar dressing. And then, uh, steak. That's good. Now we're talking. That's the kind of shit I need to come home to. And that's great. But when she's mad at me, it's like, you know, she'll make like asparagus and put like pepper on it and then just start drinking red wine. And I just got to like make a turkey sandwich or something. So fighting with the roommate, you know, makes me skinnier, but it makes me much unhappier. That's for sure. Um, producer John, I think we, I think we have a dice game we want to introduce to the kids, if, if I'm not mistaken. We sure do, Shay. So I have three college lines, three NFL lines. You're going to roll a dice. I have them numbered. You tell me the number, I will give you a line, and you give me a, a quick reaction. So go ahead and roll her. Okay, here we go, here we go, here we go. Four, quattro, quattro, quattro. Four, NFL game, Dolphins plus three at the Chargers. Dolphins all day, plus three, let's go. Let's fucking go. All right. 
We're tracking rolling these. again. We're tracking these. Track this shit. Rolling again. Three. Three, three, three. All right. Three's a college game. I'm going to need a breakdown on this. We got SMU plus 16 at Oklahoma. No, OU, OU minus 16 all day. I think SMU, I think Stone's a good quarterback, and I think they're a lot of fun to watch and all that shit. But OU is going to want to put their mark on somebody two weeks in a row. They need help recruiting. They got to start laying the fucking wood. I think they're going to beat the shit out of SMU. Look at SMU's front four on the defensive end. And then look at the O-lineman for OU. It's not, I mean, they're not comparable. It should not. Oh, you should be able to push him around the fucking football field. Period. Are That's you, the breakdown. Are you watching that tape of SMU? You've seen their line? I watched the game live last week, yeah. Continue. <laughs> Rolling the dice. It's four again. All right, re-roll. All right. Six. NFL Raiders plus three at the fighting Sean Payton's. I love the Raiders here. Am I am I a fucking fool to love Jimmy G? Am I crazy? Am I crazy? I love the Raiders. Well, is that locker room reeling from Chandler Jones? That's the question. Okay. Chandler fucking Jones. Now we're talking. Let's talk about Chandler fucking Jones. So what exactly, Mr. Jones? He says uh, the crisis response team was sent to his home. Uh, so Okay, so explain this to me. Chandler Jones said the Raiders sent a worker to his home because of shit he put up on the internet, from what I, I can reckon. Uh, but it's been erratic behavior from Chandler Jones from the jump, right? This is not the first time he's been crazy. Uh, Correct, wow. yeah. Sent yesterday, uh, the crisis response team, and there's been rumors of Chandler Jones' issues, I think, I don't quote me here, but Monday or Tuesday going back early this week. So they've had a full four or five days of this. Well, three, four days of this so far. So he's just losing his fucking mind. And I, I, I fucking empathize with him because I'm a little crazy too. But I mean, he, he might be having a mental health breakdown, right? I mean, that's, if you look at the shit he's posting on the internet, it's not good. Like they're freaking out. Like, he's, what is he, he's 33 years old, four-time Pro Bowler, he ain't been in practice all fucking week, called it a personal matter. I don't know. This is a year after him signing a three-year, $51 million contract. My rule, he's losing his fucking mind. My rule of thumb here is, like, usually when contract negotiations take place over a player's Instagram live, or sorry, Instagram stories feed, like, it doesn't yeah. usually bode well for the player, right? Not good. Not good. Not good. But are they going to play without him? I mean, of course they're going to play without him, but fuck, dude. That's a lot of money down the drain. How much of that $33 million was guaranteed, I wonder? Or $51 million was guaranteed, I wonder. Oh, he put this shit on the internet, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, Chandler Jones is losing his fucking mind. I hope he ends up all right, but here we are. Fucking losing it. Um... So, yeah, what are we doing? Rolling dice still? I got one more. What are we doing? Yeah, just one more thing. It's uh, He signed a three-year, $51 million contract, and, yeah, $32 million is guaranteed, including the $12 million signing bonus. You, I wonder what the insurance, like, what kind, you know, they all take insurance out. The team's take insurance on all this shit. Does Lloyds of London have to insure you for, for fucking, like, bipolar or schizophrenia? 
Like, I wonder if there's a clause or some kind of exit strategy. Like, if you don't, you don't pass this psych ward test, we can take away all your money. I don't know. I wonder. There's got to be some kind of, there's got to be some kind of out. Because there's a lot of crazy motherfuckers in the NFL, unfortunately. As sad as that is, you know, CTE and all that shit. I don't know. That's do you do you think Chandler Jones is like a CTE case study here when it's all said and done? I mean, I would. Shit. The guy's been playing for, what, eight years now? Seven years? He's not a fucking... It's not like he's playing corner, you know? Uh, that's tough. That's a tough run, brother. Either way, I hope he does all right. You know, I wonder if without... Social media, though, how many of these stories, you know, like Charles Haley, if Charles Haley had social media or Nate Newton or any of these fucking maniacs had social Leon Lett, these dudes were crazy, fucking crazy. If they didn't have they didn't have fucking Twitter and Instagram, if they did, Jesus, fuck. I don't know if we'd ever be able to feel the fucking team in the 90s. It'd be Troy and Jason Garrett and Emmett Smith. And that's it. Michael Irvin, no fucking chance he's seeing the field. Well, we saw Tank, Leon, John- Leon. Tank Johnson, I mean, after Tank the Ed Werder story. Can we talk about the Tank Johnson news? How amazing was that? First off, fuck Ed Werder. I hate him. Always have. I'm pretty sure Jason Witten was his mole in that locker room, A. B, what kind of journalist? Because that's, they all, you know, all these sports reporters, they all want to be called journalists, like Ed Werder, I'm a journalist. I could never answer Dion's question if I believe or don't believe. Okay, fucking pump the brakes, dude. You're you're as much as a journalist as I am, dude. And I got a fucking podcast at 930 on a fucking Thursday. Relax. But even even with that grain of salt, a player says, I'm going to have you killed. And that's not a fucking story? That's not something you tell the league office about? You just say quietly. There was Ed, Ed. Well, you know, he told me he asked me where I lived, and then uh, instead of I can have you killed. I know people that can uh, have you killed, and then I went and bought a gun, and you know, quietly I went and talked to the security personnel at the Dallas Cowboys uh, facility, and I said, "Hey, you know, just so you're aware, this guy threatened my life, and I bought a gun. Swept it under the rug. That's the journalism I'm supposed to fucking respect, right? Would this motherfucker go to Medill too? This piece of shit. Where the fuck did Ed Werder get his fucking stupid ass degree from? But that's that's the reporter. Oh yeah, you know the guy I'm covering threatened my life, um, and I'm just gonna keep my hat on it. That's all. Keep it under my fucking hat. Oh, he went to the University of Northern Colorado. That makes a lot more sense. Makes a lot more fucking sense. Fucking tool. That's Ed Werder. Ed Werder went to. Wow. Whatever. I, I, I think he's a fucking clown, and I think getting threatened by somebody you're covering is like immediately a story and probably would be today. That's just how shit was back then. I'm thankful that Ed Werder is a fanboy, uh, but I'm not happy about it. I think he's a clown. That's unbelievable shit. I also, I, I want to talk about something else too. Um, there was this thing on the Twitter and there has been a thing on the Twitter, you know, San Francisco's falling apart. Chicago's a shit show. Parts of L.A. suck, tent cities, all this shit. Portland, some of it sucks. But there's been this trend, this trend on the Internet, man, on on Twitter, on Instagram, on TikTok, where people go to, like, the nicest 
greatest part of said city and, you know, take selfies and take a video about how lovely it is in the park and everything's sweet and precious and they love it. And, you know, they're really mocking people that are calling out cities that are falling apart. There was one recently about Chicago and I lived in Chicago. Loyal listeners will realize we lived in Chicago, the roommate and I, two of our kids were born there and we were there for six years and we lived on the West side. We we're in humble park and we were absolutely gentrifiers and it was a Puerto Rican neighborhood and there was massive amounts of gang violence. But back then they really did not fuck with you unless you were involved in the shit. Right. And I actually had a gangbanger on the podcast. This might be a decade ago by now that kind of broke down the Chicago gangs and the neighborhoods they're in and how it all operates. But to go to the most heavily policed, commercially viable part of the city and pretend like shit's great and you're all crazy. It's some kind of like, I don't know, this is this voyeur tourism or disingenuous shit. And don't get me wrong. There's a lot of losers on the right. That'll tell you that Portland's burning down or Chicago's a hellhole or San Francisco, this, you know, they they obviously want to get their, their licks in. But the reality is that Chicago is an incredibly violent fucking city, deeply entrenched in the culture of Chicago is violence, uh, murders, broad daylight. Shit's crazy. Like, for example, the, whenever the Puerto Rican day parade would happen, you, you should just leave town, just go out of town. Like we were in town for one Puerto Rican day parade in Humble Park. And that was it. That was enough. There were shootings on division, broad daylight, bang, bang, bang across the fucking street during the parade. Kids out there, everybody's hanging out. It's fucking noon. Just go time. Fuck that shit. Fuck that. And that's what you, you got. Thousands of witnesses. You got kids shooting each other across the street in between fucking flotillas of Puerto Rican flags and shit. It's noon. They don't give a fuck. It's go time. And so when I, I see some, some fucking nerd from North Texas with his kids hanging out by the fucking bean in Millennia Park, pretending shit's the best ever, take your motherfucking ass west three and a half miles, take your bitch ass to 55th and Damon, Go fucking get weird in Austin. Go to Garfield Park and pretend like everything's okay. Go fucking FaceTime. Have your kids walk home in Hyde Park. Fuck that. In Hyde Park. Go west of university all the way to the fucking park at night and tell me your kids are cool walking from Stagfield South. Get the fuck out of here. You're full of shit. And you're, and you're pretending to own the, the, the conservatives because you're having a great time in the most heavily policed part of the city. I think, I think you're fucking, what you're doing is you're making a mockery of actual people suffering and poor people that can't fucking get out of their neighborhood. Cause that's the real fucking issue, right? It ain't just that these motherfuckers are shooting each other in the face in broad daylight. That's awful. That sucks. That's horrible. But what about the 85 year old fucking retiree who can barely get out of her fucking house and has to sit there through the shootings through all the other bullshit, through the carjackings, through all that shit, through the late night music, has to just survive and exist in that fucking shit. What do you tell her 
when you're fucking TikToking from the bean saying her city's the best. Fuck are you doing? Fuck are you talking about? This is some uh it's some bullshit. You know what it is? It's some shit Anthony Bourdain would have kicked you in the fucking teeth for. It's a crock of shit. And I'm sick of it. Uh regardless. Uh I want to talk about being an American Caesar mm. and suspending democracy. No, the roommate's back in here. Go away. What do you want now? How's your monsieur bourgeois? What are you drinking again? A Montepulciano. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. What? A, a Montepulciano? Yeah. What's that? It's an Italian bread. We covered this in the beginning of the podcast. Right. You know, what I want to talk about is the climate activists at the U.S. Open who glued their feet. Look at this shit. This guy glued his fucking feet to the floor, and now we can't watch Coco Golf because he's he's upset about the environment. What? Yeah. But why would he glue his feet? To bring attention to the climate crisis that we are currently in. Duh. Oh, my God. Nobody's caring about that. Okay. See, in my world. The climate. What? Like, no. You don't care about the climate now? Everybody cares about the climate. I don't. We know, Tucker. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, But what does his feet going to the cement? What? He's stopping a fucking amazing sports story. So everybody pays attention to the climate. Yeah, that's what he does. Some photographer that did it. What? Huh? A photographer that like. (laughs) That's a photographer. Some asshole in the same. What are you talking about? there was a photographer that took a picture of that man and made not a photographer. Deal. That's some dude who posted it on Twitter. Oh. A fucking photographer. He had somebody. <laughs> what do you mean? That's a dude in the aisle saying, "What the fuck's this barefoot weirdo doing?" Right. <clears throat> photographer. A gossip girl, if I may. No, goober. All right. Okay. Anyway, American Caesar. Guess what? You're getting pulled the fuck out. Feet are ripped off, and you're going to the psych ward. Adios. Mm. No, you're committed. Seventy-two hours, you're committed, and I'm calling your it's your a job. Weird move. It's weird. You're it's under weird arrest. Move. You're under arrest, and, you're, and you don't get bail. Fine, but that's all you have to say is like it's a weird move, and like move on. No, you don't move on. You arrest him so it doesn't happen again. And same with the fucking weirdos that block traffic. Round them all up. There's no due process for you maniacs. It's called the Commerce Clause. If you actually want to follow the Constitution, arrest them all and put them in a fucking psych ward. You don't, oh, what's wrong? Here's your bail. All these fucking losers have their little bail advocates set up for them. So as soon as they get arrested, bail advocate jumps in. They spend 20 minutes in jail, and then they're off doing whatever the fuck else they got to do. Fuck that. No, 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 no. You don't get bail. You go to the ass tank for 72 hours, and then you're getting fucking committed if you don't pass this fucking test. And if you do it again, you're fucked. Fuck you. Do what again? You do this bullshit again. You go into this shit again jail you want to crowd our jails fuck yeah build more absolutely build more prisons build more psych wards absolutely jack them up we need a whole lot more there's maniacs out there fucking unbelievable american caesar would never let this happen that's the point Uh, another question on the twitter uh, the season is a success if the cowboys dot 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 i gotta finish the sentence uh, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, and nobody gets hurt. Super Bowl. 
I mean, did you see what Joe Burrow got paid, by the way? Did we fucking see that? Did you see he's the highest paid fucking motherfucker in the NFL now? The highest paid motherfucker in the history of the NFL. Joe Cool, Mr. Burrow, something like $210 million guaranteed. Oh, my God. $275 million extension. $219 million guaranteed. Averages $55 million a year. And that was months of negotiations. Holy fucking shit. You know what the fucked up thing is? Deshaun Watson has more guaranteed money than him. I'm looking at this right now on ESPN. I'm, I feel like I'm fucking stoned. Deshaun Watson's got more guaranteed. Man, that dude's agent. I mean, crown him already. Deshaun Watson's agent should be like running a small country somewhere. Like Papua New Guinea or Burkina Faso or Guyana. Uh, that guy's clearly a head of state. Uh, $230 million for Deshaun Watson after raping all them women. Jesus, fuck. Ugh, anyway. Um, any more questions we got here on the Twitter? Let's see here. Uh, it's fucking bullshit. <laughs> uh, man, I get a lot of hit. I got a lot of heat on the Twitter. I get a lot of heat on Twitter. Um, a lot. Anyway, so whatever. American Caesar gambling, yada yada. Don't turn me into your local CIA agent, uh, please. Your local foreign service officer. Everything I say is tongue-in-cheek. This is just lamenting the current political class that we're in. And when I say that, I mean overthrow everything and start the revolution at your home and never look back because we're in for better times. That's about all we got. Everybody stay safe. Don't forget anything I told you. Nobody else is looking out for you. Get it in. Finding out how